Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show, episode 240. The date is Monday, March 23rd, 2020. everyone welcome back to the boop show uh it's me scott johnson and brian dunaway hello brian oh hi scott what's going on man what not you... not now i'm collecting fruit oh good you're doing it uh are you are you, you didn't go over to anyone else's island because you, you're supposed to stay apart and wear a mask don't do that i can't wait to i do have a mask actually i picked it up from the nook shop and, i did uh, too i got i got me a mask as well i like it Nice I had to get in uh, there thing. pretty fast and get out pretty fast because uh, Tom Nook is still looking for those uh, 198,000 bells. Yeah. Also, he yeah, doesn't. I'm, not, he I'm doesn't, not paying him back. He can forget it. He doesn't do basic hygiene. I'm worried about that guy. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Uh, welcome to the program. Good to be back, everybody. It's uh, Monday. That means the Boop Show. And uh, we got a nice little live audience with us today. Uh, a bunch of you are probably still a little bit sequestered out there. We hope you're doing okay and uh, that you'll enjoy yourself while you're here. Because I think I will, and I think Brian will, because we have these to talk about. You guys, big week. Big Look week. at these. <laughs> big week for video games. It was supposed to be uh, the best week ever for video games. And I guess I suppose it sort of is. Um, or it's a, it's a great week for video games. You shouldn't say the best ever. But two major releases uh, popped up. It's both a, yeah, both a, a fortuitous and in for tour this time mm-hmm. for these uh, two games to come out. Yeah, very very well said. Uh, these games are a great escapism, but also a stark reminder that uh, we're in a really weird time right now. But anyway, uh, the first one we're going to talk about today is Animal Crossing. Now, normally, Brian and I have two different games that we bring to the table, thus four games total, and then it's usually very different. But not today. Today, we're going to talk about the same two games because A, they're big deals. B, we've got them and played the poop out of them. And... C, uh, there is no C. There's no C. C? Mm-hmm. You feel bad that I didn't is it, bring a C? Is this you picking your character right now in video? No. By the way, if you don't watch the live video stream, you don't know what you're missing. It yeah. was your excuse. you got to be at home anyway. Yeah, may as well come out here on Mondays at 3.30 Mountain Time and watch us at frogpants.tv or twitch.tv slash frogpants. But anyway, there's right. this dude named Adam. I, I'm, I'm uh, lifting his stream, and he's he's making oh, a thanks, nice uh, character creator right here, making his, making his face. Uh Looks like he's uh, looks like he's creating a character from uh, Netflix's Stranger Things, maybe a, a ships ahoy, uh, a little bit guy, maybe. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, a little bit. Not not too far off the beaten path there. I was watching mm. uh, Serenity again. You know the Firefly movie. Oh, and yeah. there's that scene where the subliminal message uh, reaches out to River while she's in that bar, and it comes from that weird commercial for like chocolate milk or something. And there, it's like a it's like a kids the kids looking cartoon with like a weird. Uh, uh, what do you call it? octopus and then some people standing around mm-hmm. it going oh, coco something da, 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 da. and then she gets this message and then beats the crap out of everybody in the bar <laughs> the art style of the characters in animal crossing are like that movie right right right, right. If, if if animal crossing is not accessible to you maybe you uh, remember the <laughs> yeah the short-lived series yeah maybe and you remember movie. firefly the They're film about. Is... and then that uh, that that scene you know how so, many yeah. do you know how many times i've seen that movie Apparently, uh, uh, at least 12. 21 times I have seen Serenity. Wow. And I never now, get tired is that, of it. How do you know that? Do you have like a counter on your VCR? What you got? Nope. I've just counted it. Every time I watch it, I mark one. I oh. mark it off and I go, all right, that was number 18. Oh, there's number 19. Right, right next to the TV. It's like a big old, like a notch in mm-hmm. the wall. Just, oh, yeah. There it is. Right there, 21. I'm a gigantic, gigantic uh, Serenity fan. Even more than the series. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. the movie is just freaking fantastic. So anyway. I agree. That's I agree. just a little point I wanted to make there. Uh, but it's good. It's actually a good point. I don't want to uh, walk away from that too quickly because this is uh, this is a sticking point for some people. If mm-hmm. you haven't played Animal Crossing, you may have just taken a look at the art style 
and said, yeah, that's not for me. It looks like some kind of, you know, some kind of whatever you think it is. And uh, it's not that Animal Crossing is not what you think you know it is. No, it is digital crack that will keep you up all night, uh, earning bells and bells of the currency in the game or one of the currencies i should say yeah now there's two yeah. of them now you got miles yeah mm-hmm. miles is a thing um i tried just for the fun of it to go back to the the ios game right and i had a really hard time figuring out what the hell was going on because that game has gone places and it's now just a smattering of it's a big messy pile of goop it's like it i don't is. know it's what so this messy. is what is that 50 things open when i launched it uh i don't yeah. know where to go what to do like part of me is a little bummed by that because it might be fun to earn some of the stuff in there because it transfers over to here. And it's the absolute opposite yeah. of the philosophy of the Animal Crossing that I've fallen in love with. It is. Which which is which is this slow, methodical, intentionally methodical uh pace through just trying to get uh get to the next thing, you mm-hmm. know, to earn a little bit more, to collect a little bit more to craft just a little bit more just those little small bits and bites uh it, but in a in a chill environment in a chill attitude yeah it's super chill uh, the, but the 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 yeah but yeah if you've ever opened up the uh the the app it's like it's yelling at you it's oh, like yeah. hey look over here look at this flashing thing look at this flashing thing over here look at it look at it yeah you're right i'm gonna play a little sound from this people get a taste of it there's some nooks here we go Let's get some some talk. Okay, that's a little Timmy Nook. He's one of the offspring there. I notice you never hear about Mother Nook in this scenario, right? And is it is it uh, is this mother? I mean, is this father and sons, or is this old style Disney kind of thinking where it's like Tom is like Uncle Tom, and then there's Timmy and Tommy? I think they might nephews. be uncles. I think they might be nephews. I think you might might right. be right about that. I'm trying to remember, but I think they're probably that. But you never see. He's this like malevolent freaking leader dude who now any minute I'm expecting him to tell everyone to gather around and drink the freaking Kool-Aid because He's so chill. he is like running a, you know, Jim Jones camp here. But uh, anyway, don't let the cuteness fool you. There is lots to do, lots of depth. And uh, the whole idea is to run around. I mean, we don't have to explain to people what this is. You guys know what it is. You guys know. They know you what either it is. know or you don't or you think you know and you really don't because I'll be honest. I was the same. I was in the same camp as people who told me I saw the art style and immediately thought this game is not a game for me. It is going to be too juvenile. It's going to be uh, too cutesy to be accessible. And it, while it is cute, it is it is a social experience that mm-hmm. forces you to kind of be social. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about just visiting other islands. I'm talking about when you are communicating with the non-player characters in this game. They force you to to engage and to conversate and to pay attention sometimes to that conversation. Yep, they're also kind of funny. Like the first time I yeah. caught a caught a black bass, it says you caught a back black bass, the most metal of fish, most metal of fish. Yeah, you were- caught a you caught a sea bass. It, it's a more like a C plus to me. So there's a lot of dad jokes. There, Lots right? of dad jokes. Yeah, it's real stupid stuff. But they've right. always been great at that. Um, the game started on the N64 in Japan. It came over to the GameCube shortly after that. And then uh, every Nintendo console uh, and or handheld has had a version since. Uh, it's now a thing on mobile. Again, not really my jam on mobile, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's for somebody. For, for what people like to do with their mobile free-to-play nightmare, for those people, that oh, game's yeah. great for that. Like, I'm glad yeah. they have it. I think it's also cool that there's some crossover and you can get, you know, some of your designs and stuff from over there over to here. But uh, this is a big standalone game with all the trappings you would expect from the series uh, and then some. So a really interesting thing happened. I get into this game in the old one or old ones. New, new, the new Leaf is probably the most That's recent That's the most one recent, yeah. 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 Uh, I played new, new Leaf a lot, like a lot. Two and, on the uh, 2DS. Yeah, it's very 2DS. good. Uh, in that game... Did that support 3D? I'm trying to remember. It uh, uh, it's it was in it was on the 3DS. I don't know if it uh, did think, anything special. I think with it 3D. did. I, I think it it's. Have. I think it's. I think it used 3D. If yeah, I remember I right, I remember works. like not liking it because it kind of gave me a headache. But I remember it being there. If I'm right. not incorrect, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So I played that game a ton, and that game gave you a town, and it was laid out in a certain way, and everybody else who would play this game would get the exact same layout of their town. There was going to be no difference. 
It was just right. here's the town. Well, um, somewhat. There's 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 locations of where your uh, bodies of water were, right? And like uh, where the actual you had choice like a four or something like that. I believe it was. Oh, well, I don't. Leaf. Maybe I don't remember it, that. I thought you just. I'm just speaking from New Leaf Amiibo edition, so maybe that was later. I'm no. not sure. It's yeah, just, I don't know. But I right. do know this, like it was just kind of the same and that's fine. It worked fine for what it was, but this game has decided to go a little bit different. First of all, you get a bunch of layouts to choose from. Everybody can choose a different one. Also later in the game, there's some end game stuff that lets you terraform and and change everything up to be totally unique. It doesn't have to be like what it is right now at all. In fact, you can very easily move your house later and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not there yet, but I know that stuff's there because they've shown it and talked about it. Um, you also, in this game, it's almost like this is proto- uh, Animal Crossing, and that you're kind of building the town from scratch. Like you come oh, out yeah. there, and you build a tent. Uh, Jim Jones is on the microphone telling you everything's great <laughs> every morning. Yeah, Get every out. morning, every morning, and then uh, you build it according to his whim because he's the dark leader of your cult. And then as time goes on, you earn the money, you upgrade everything, you buy the museum, you buy the whatever. The shop just got done for me yesterday. Uh, you know what's really hard to come by in this game, Brian? What's that? Freaking iron nuggets. Iron iron nuggets. You know why? Yeah. Because they're bastards. They're yes, bastards. Iron nuggets is hard to find. There's iron nuggies. Actually, the wood's not too easy. There's Man, I'll tell you what. They have <laughs> taken it to the next level because New Leaf had a lot of... Uh, a lot, a few, a few new ideas, but this one I feel like has a whole lot of new ideas because there's, there's like, a, there's a thing where you can eat fruit to power up your character. Yep, that's new, and uh, kind of juice them up, mm-hmm. and so that can have an impact on, uh, on how your character interacts with objects in, in the, in the game, like trees. Like if you have an axe and you're all juiced up to ten, uh, you'll knock that tree all the way down. It can dig up the stump. Now, if you're not all juiced up. You may you won't knock it down at all, and that same goes for rocks too. Because if you're all juiced up, you might blast a rock right out of there, and that's unfortunate because then that rock can respawn elsewhere, and uh, you may not get as much uh, much resources. Yeah, I don't love how well. that works, but also here's a quick tip: if you don't, right? So the way it works is you have any fruit in you, and you have yeah. those powers. It doesn't have to be up to ten. Any fruit doesn't have to be maxed no, out. It just counts as a each time you do something that's uh, like a super move or a juiced up mm-hmm, move, mm-hmm. one of the fruits in your little one out of ten, two out of ten, three out of ten up there on right. the top, whatever you have, you you knocks down one until you get to zero. Makes sense. So the way I do well, it I, is I, I don't ever stock up. I never eat ten of them and just wait to use them. What <laughs> I do is I carry fruit around with me, and then if I see a stone, I'll go whack on it to get the seven resources right. out of it. And you have to hurry. It's like a Nintendo block. You got to hit it as fast as you can, or else you're not going to get all seven. Anyway, right. you hit it till you get seven. That's how you're going to get the most of the iron nuggets. When those are all done popping out, you go pick those up, and then you eat a piece of fruit. Then you hit that stone again, and it shatters, and you get extra stones in there. Um, that's right. the way you should do that. It's like a finishing. That's the on way you stone. need to do that. That's right. Yeah. And, oh, so I'm, me topping off my fruit constantly is not the best idea. No, don't do that. Do not talk right. your food off because there's no point. Gotcha. There's no adva- there's no advantage to it because you only need it when you need it. And if you know you're going to move three trees in a row and you don't right. want to chop them down and replant, you just want to literally pick a tree up and move it somewhere. Eat three fruits, do your three trees, oh, and you're done. Yeah. So that's that what you was fun. Do. I, when I learned when I learned that the first time, I could transplant a tree because I thought I was just going to be able to chop down a tree, dig up the stump, and then replant a you know like a sapling. But I'm like, oh. I can just dig the whole freaking tree up and transplant it. What am I right mm-hmm, now? Mm-hmm. I am an Animal Crossing. Yeah, you're the you're the most animal. Uh, you're the most vicious animal of crossings. Right. Of I'm all the time. most animal. You, <laughs> it's uh, it's very cool, and it's it's still even with these descriptions we're giving, even if we describe the gameplay loops of like catching fish and you get lucky and get a crazy huge shark and that thing gets tons of gold or tons of uh, bells when you take it to Tom Nook, he'll pay a big money for that. Um, even we could explain all that stuff and we can still talk about some of those points. I still think it's impossible to describe what an animal crossing game is to people who don't know what it is and whether or not right. they'll like it. Um, most people I is, know love it. Like the people I know who I play with all the time, they're super into it. My kids all have it. We're all in each other's, uh, cities every day or islands every day. We're playing it like crazy. We're like we islands it. in the stream. We're like islands in the stream. But if you're new to this, it might be kind of hard to grasp. Like, wait, you're playing this weird kitty game? 
I know. I know that's what it looks like. I know. I understand. That's part of its charm, honestly. And it's kind it really of a Nintendo is. thing. They do this with lots of stuff, but Animal Crossing in particular, it's kind of deviously cute. It's cute, but also easy to meme with and just goof off with and, and take in funny places. And I don't think it's any, not a surprise, but how do I put this? The fact that it came out the same weekend as Doom Eternal is just blissful because both right. of those games appeal to me greatly and they couldn't be more different, but yet somehow there's weird crossover, not in the games themselves, but there's this weird feeling of like shared fandom this, between the two of them. And I really love it. did. It felt absolutely appropriate. It's like two sides of a coin. It's like, I am totally that guy who will play Doom Eternal, but I'm also that guy who'll play Animal Crossing. And I think the thing people think about Animal Crossing is they think this is a, like I said, a juvenile game. Therefore, there is no depth, but there is a good bit of depth. There's a ton to what's of depth. going on. Tons and, of depth. Yeah. Tons of depth, uh, believe it or not. And and I've had several people who are um, very casual gamers, maybe not even gamers at all, mostly phone people. They saw Animal Crossing, they looked at it, and I tried to explain it to them, and they said, oh, so it's kind of like Minecraft. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess from maybe an outside perspective, maybe. But for, you know, as, as a gamer, I can't even come close to drawing any parallels. I mean, there's now crafting in uh, Animal Crossing mm-hmm. New Horizons, so mm-hmm. you can do crafting. Sure. I don't think you could do that in, uh, I don't remember any crafting in New Leaf. New Leaf has no um, crafting. The phone game does, right. but um, it's like a little, they pulled a little bit of their ideas from the phone game. I mean, if anything, the game, right. the game may have, you know, the kind of crafting craze. I don't know if you can give full credit to Minecraft or not, but this game predates Minecraft like long oh, time yeah. before Minecraft. Well, so, the first one, yeah. 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 So I, I'm i not saying that the, they're they're wrong. See, this is the problem. They're trying to come up with a comparison and it's hard to do. So I mm, my this, answer is... It is a genre-defining game is what it is, right? Yes, just spend some time with it because what has happened since my early addiction to this series is anytime anything comes out that's kind of like it, I get it. Right. Like Stardew Valley or <laughs> Stardew something. Stardew Valley has a lot of it. And I know a lot of that stuff goes back as far as like, you know, um, Harvest Moon. And I know that stuff's not, you know, there, there's lots right. of iteration happening. So I'm not trying to say there's direct correlations. But all I'm saying is when new things come out, like Little Little Wood on Steam is one of my favorite things on Steam oh, right now. Yeah. And it yeah. is highly informed by by this game and by this series. And I am all for it, man. Everybody needs to take some cool ideas, go back and forth, make great games. But it's got it's the kind of wholesome, chill, puts me in a zone kind of thing that I just love. I absolutely love it. Uh, I think that they are okay. I'm going to say a couple negative things. You ready for this? Uh oh, going to say some negative things. Go ahead. All right. I think they're a little precious with some of their systems, and by that oh. I mean by precious I mean they're holding on to them for dear life as if it's really important, and I don't think it's so important. For example. Mm-hmm. They like that if you're if you and three of your friends are in the little store, the little Tom Nook tent. They right. like it that you can barely move in there. They like it that yeah, I'm like, yeah. guys, you got to move. They haven't thought about clipping. They haven't thought about other ways of getting around that problem because Animal Crossing doesn't make concessions for quality of life improvements that we're used to in other video games. They kind of, you know, you you want to you want really expansive, unending inventory. Too bad, so sad. Not going to happen today. Not on not on my but, Animal but that- Crossing. That's that's what makes it work though for me. It's like they force you to slow down. They force you to live in the Animal Crossing pacing. They say, "Oh, you want to zip past what Blathers the owl at the museum has to say? Well, his name is Blathers, and you're not gonna do it. You can go a little faster, but not anything consequential. Yeah. You're gonna have to listen to all of, and you have to click every single button. Yeah, and you're gonna have to." You're going to have to wait that full day after you've given them all the materials to build the damn place. You're going to have to wait a day right. until it's done. you got to wait a you day. Wait you got to wake house. up. Now, I, I was reading just briefly. I was reading. Someone said that their town started at 5 a.m. I thought mine started at 6. I know New Leaf started at 6. I'm never up actually right at 6 playing Animal Crossing yet. Uh, oh, mine started it, what, exactly the time I started it. Mine, mine said right. so, it's. But one, I mean, does your day cycle start at five a.m. or does it start? At 6 oh, oh. Uh, actually, I don't know that. I guess I right. don't know what that is. I'm not 100 percent sure either. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't did the work to find out. But here's my complaint, and it's less about Animal Crossing and more about Nintendo. All right, 
Hey, Nintendo, no one wants to steal your stupid game. Stop making it hard on me because you're so worried about somebody getting something for free that wasn't going to buy the stupid thing anyway. Yeah. So, uh... I'm trying to... Uh, See, that I'm doesn't even to... bother me. I don't even mind that they want extra copies to be sold. My biggest complaint is things like this. This is the worst thing on the planet. And they're right. bad at internet. We know that. But here's the thing. You're in your place. You've opened your gates. You've said down there at the airport, hey, I want my friends to come in that I have. So let them come on in. There's eight slots for people. Seven plus you, right? So eight right. of you could be on your island one at once. Guess what you have to do every time somebody joins? You don't get to just go run around while their plane comes in and lands and they get out and they're no. dealing with all the load screens. It says to you with a big ticker on top, someone's entering your island and then fade out. And now you have to wait for their plane. It tells you that yeah. it's in the air, that it's making a descent, that it's landed. And then you got to watch an animation of them coming off of the terminal and coming through the gate and coming your way. And then you can get back to playing the game. And then you got to do that that six more times, Brian. Isn't that so Animal Crossing? Yes, that's my point. That's exactly my point. Take a second, but hold on. That's exactly it. And part of it is, is their decision because they don't really run an Animal Crossing server. All of this is processed on the host's console handheld, right? Yeah, it's so, just peer-to-peer, but that's nothing new. You can do that. It is peer-to-peer. So, I, you know, they're, they're trying to sync up everything, and they're trying to, I guess they're trying to be nice with the packets and everything. I don't know. But like I said, yeah, that's very frustrating. But the thing I'm frustrated most about is the fact that um, I... I have to be the only person in the universe that has a Switch console and a Switch Lite, apparently, nope, because I all I wanted to do was buy my Animal Crossing digitally on my account. I have the console. I'm the primary user on the console, and I'm the primary user on the Lite. Now, other family members have access to the console and to the Lite. I wanted Audra to be able to play Animal Crossing, and yeah. I decided to go digital instead of the cartridge because I didn't want to like pulling it out and putting it back in another one. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, so I did digital. I let Audra play. I said, here you go. Here's my Switch Lite. You just log in. We've already connected your Nintendo account on here. It's linked. You're in my family. Uh, everything is good to go. Just start the game. No. It says you can't start the game because you don't own it. And I'm like, but I do own it. And uh, and so I, I did a bunch of stuff trying to figure out what was going on. Got online. Tried to read a bunch of crap. And couldn't find any clear, definitive answer and uh, so then I, I pull out the console and she was able to play it there. So then I had a little more information, went to Nintendo support. And there's a thread on there of about four or five pages at this point of people bitching because uh, <laughs> it's too difficult. And Nintendo's, I guess their, their hard line is they're trying to crack down on, you know, people stealing the game. Whatever. I'm like, how in the world is allowing me to play it on my console and on my light? How in the world do you think I'm going to steal it? Because it's not that they think you're going to steal it. That's not it. What do you, what do you think I'm It's doing? that they know that other people in your household are going to play it, and they want them to pay for it, too. That's what they want. It's but not about I, stealing. I, since it's, it's, since about, it's a digital copy, since it's a digital copy, it's locked. I mean, I can't play it on my light at the same time as the console. Right. So whichever console I'm actively using, yeah. whether it be the light or the console, whichever one I'm actively using, there only can be one person. So right. like if Right. Imagine it being like Netflix having a single user thing. In right. fact, I think they do at a low, at the lowest price. So if you're watching a movie and someone in the other room tries to start it, they're going to get a message that says you can't do this right now because someone else is in it. It's like Steam And I'm that used way. to that. Yeah, I'm used so to that. that's what the this game is, is doing to you. That's what it'll do to you. It's no, no, I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing. I had to turn the console off. The console was off with the power. I even went and turned the power. I was like, well, maybe it thinks it's still running. I turned the power off on the console and turned it on the light. Still, it would let me play it, but not my second player. And so I started reading, and it says, oh, because you got to transfer your account. And I'm like, what is this, the 2DS days? No, it's bad. This is the light. It's bad. No, I'm telling you, it is t- it's bad. What they do is bad. It's not good. Nintendo needs to improve all of that stuff. There's no reason they can't. Like, the way phones work today, five people can all use the same account. If you download a game, the other four people get it if they want it. Like, that, that is already kind of an established norm, especially, I think, for a game that's 59 bucks, They should just freaking right. do it. Like, it's so yeah. annoying to me, and they make it really hard. If I want to switch back, let's say my Switch Lite dies. There is right. some serious rigmarole I have to go through to make it so my Switch on the TV can now be the master console uh, for all of that stuff. 
And unless I do those things, it can see that it's a secondary, but it has to check the internet every time to see if I'm even legally able to play it. Like it's really draconian and badly. It's poorly done. They're bad at that. They've been bad at it for a long time. So bad. And here's the thing: a game like Animal Crossing really brings it into stark relief because this game is meant to be social. It's meant to be multiple people. Hell, it supports eight people simultaneously on an island, all moving around in real time, trading stuff and doing cool things. It is meant to be an open, happy, let's go, we're going to play thing. We're already paying them four bucks a month for online activity stuff. So extend that a little bit and give us a freaking bone here, Nintendo. It's so dumb. Right. If you're going to charge if you're going to charge me the same amount for a, a physical copy, which I thought about getting from GameStop, but you know the, how things went, so I ended up going digital. Uh, but I feel like I got punished for going digital because I feel like if I had gotten the cartridge, if I had gotten the cart, I could have just pulled it out of the console and stuck it into my light, and there would have been no problem. No, you're right. But I feel like it would have. But I feel you're like right. I was you're being right. punished. And you're I'm right. Like, not cool, Nintendo, and not cool not putting it anywhere so that I could easily find an answer. I had a dig. It'd be and one, if I had a dig, well, and there was still that many people complaining, man. It'd be one thing if the digital version was like $39 and not 59 Right. But it costs you the same amount of money. Don't punish me. Cost you the same amount of money. And you lose that advantage of it being physical, which means you can move it from switch to switch, lend it to a friend or whatever. Like a hundred percent, it's weird, and they're weird about it. And yeah. every every digital but, every digital download right. game service has their quirks. I'm not saying they're all perfect, yeah, yeah. but this yeah. one is archaic and strange, and they need to. A game like this just really showed me that they need to freaking tweak it and fix oh, it. Oh yeah, because it should have been the like you said. This should be one of the most joyful. Uh, happy experiences with a game. It should be a, as community as possible because that this game really shines with doing community things. And those are a couple of things that are breaking uh, our experience, our shared experience, and they should fix those quick because this game deserves better than the infrastructure that they're giving it. Yeah. So we'll see what they do. I don't Nothing. know. Um, the one thing that is exciting <laughs> is in the past, in the past, Nintendo has done very little DLC for games like this, but they've already shown they're willing to do more DLC for switch games. than they have in the past, you saw a lot of DLC for Mario Kart. Uh, the Zelda game had a bunch Mario had some. So I have high hopes that this game will continue Uh, to get support. Even if it's paid support, I don't care. Like I want more content down the road. Right. And what they did with the, the DS was they, um, created content that would interact with animal crossing new leaf. So you had, the start of the amiibos were really starting to kick in, so you could right. uh, get add-on inform- get in add-ons essentially mm-hmm. uh, by getting those amiibos, and you also had a couple of uh, I think it was two different uh, mini games that were kind of like mini games where you could purchase um, just the home designer where you could design everything in there, and then you could import some of that stuff into the actual game. Yeah. So there was a couple of like little offshoots. They weren't really DLC. They were like standalone games, but they were like offshoots of uh, Animal Crossing. Don't you wish everybody felt the way good old games feels about their... Oh, man, I love me some good old... It's the reason why they call it good old games. I mean, you can't even say good old games without just laying back and feeling good about yourself. Oh, good old games. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, even like the stuff that isn't old, they have a really great... Oh, yeah. There's no DRM. You you either... You know, you just... it's, It's a George. You install it. It's yours. And everybody else has got weird variations of that. Steam, everyone loves Steam. I love Steam, but Steam's got, or even Brian likes Steam. Hold on. I love Steam. There you go. I love it. Uh, but, you know, it has its own quirks. I log into Steam on my PC. If I want to do something on my, on my Mac, my Mac goes, hey, wait a minute, you're logged in, in two places. Do you know that? Like, it makes a big fart about it. But at least it right. keeps them both logged in, and I'm still eligible. But if I do that with the uh, Blizzard launcher, the Mac says, whoa, so you're logged in over here and we're logging you out over there. And that machine over there just goes blank, like right. not blank, but you know, I lose all access to it. So they've all got their quirks. They've all got their issues, but Nintendo honestly, truly missed an opportunity here to open that up more. And I mean right, the whole right. system. I don't mean just for this game, like just give the switch a more friendly internet profile and let's knock this off. Cause you guys are bad at this. Hire somebody who knows what they're doing for hell's sakes. With all right. this stuff. I, I think they, they still suffer from that mentality that a lot of companies have overcome, but they still they still have it. And that's the fact of lost sales. They think they look at some lost sales. Now there's definitely things that can affect sales of games, but some things are not lost sales. People who are gonna steal your game weren't gonna buy the game anyway. 
So I mean, it is you have to get to a point where you can't go, oh well, the you know the the pirating is costing us eight trillion dollars because that's how many people have the game. It's, it's not, it doesn't exactly work like that. Adobe, it was probably the most freaking hacked pirated thing that has ever existed there photoshop and other things and yet here they are big as day uh making things right yeah. with their creative cloud service and and figuring it out without being total dickholes to people who are actually excuse my language uh who are actually uh i'm really feel really strong about that i didn't realize how strong i felt i apologize and uh so uh yeah so i mean you know they never punished me i don't remember adobe ever punishing me uh for you know trying to keep other people from pirating i was i was a legal i was a legal consumer and they never punished me i didn't feel like they were anyway yeah and they but they did get pirated a lot um and now yeah, you, got now you so just much. straight up can't do it unless you have a subscription so i think nintendo's mistake is um i don't think they're actually worried about piracy they're worried about not selling more copies because five people are playing in the house and they want everybody's right. money. So man, they, it's 60, it's 60 bucks a pop. You are not getting $120 from me from animal crossing for, for two copies of that game in my household. I mean, I love you and I love this game, but I'm going to put the brakes on my friend. Well, you're not going to do it in the household, but like, here's an example here. My kids grew up with animal crossing in a major way. It's their favorite series. Right. So right. all three of them. So four of us, all got to get copies because how else are you going to do it? Now yeah. we all we all happen to be you know now sort of independently doing our thing, but yes. so it's okay it works that way. But you know if if this was it, Taylor and her little boy was you know he's only a year old, but let's say he was twelve and she was like, well, I really want to play this with him. She better gotten that physical copy or for freaking forget it. Right, like if if one of my kids, most of my kids are old enough to make their own money now, but one of my kids is not, and if she said, I want for my birthday. Animal Crossing yeah. absolutely wouldn't think nothing about it. But when you say, "Hey Brian, just for you to experience this experience on a you know an average Tuesday, mm -hmm. I'm going to buy two copies of that game <laughs> just for that." All right? No, no, you're right. You're totally I'll encourage right. my kids who are old enough to buy their own copy buy the copy so we can play it. Absolutely, yeah, of course. But me as an individual, that's yeah, insane. Why would you? Honestly, why would you? No. All right. Um, I think enough about Animal Crossing. It's really great. <laughs> Like the game itself, really, really great. That's why it's frustrating from Nintendo because Nintendo makes magic, man. Their games are so good. Right. But it would be like, imagine this. It's like if Disneyland was Disneyland, except they forgot to put in a walkway so you could get anywhere. Like, right. it's, that's, that's the internet for Nintendo. They make magic, yeah. but they don't know what the frick to do in the modern era when it comes to the internet. I just... Oh, it just drives me crazy. It drives me crazy because we love their product. We really do. We love the games you're making, and you, you're just making it difficult on us people. I mean, you know. Uh, Spiral Shape says, how much of an improvement over New Leaf? I would say, uh, for me, drastically, there's so much more to do. Yeah. Um, Drastic improvement on the graphics. Um, the gameplay, I mean, there's some improvements. There's some things I felt like are a little bit maybe more complicated mm. now than mm. they were prior. So I, in some ways, New Leaf has a, a kind of a flow to it that's not as complicated. This is a little well, more complicated. Well, it's not as complicated. This, is definitely, this is definitely more complicated because there's just deeper systems here. But I think right. things like the Miles system, which is basically a quest tracker uh, yes. and a way to earn that thing is, is really great. Like it's an amazing way to go, all right, well, I need to go to that island, but I don't have the 2,000 things. So let's see. I'll go do these five fish. I'll go get some wood. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I have enough points now. I'm going to go. Like it gives you something to do all the time. You're never right. lacking for that. The, the crafting adds a whole new element to that. The way the stores work are very cool. I like that we're building a town basically. So at some point we're going to have the hairstylist. We're going to have the bank. Yes. We're going to have all these things that we had in the old game, but we're going to be the ones building it and deciding where it goes and how it works. I, There's I don't some know how farming about elements. The mystery islands though. Are you, I, you, I don't feel like those have, paid off as much as i feel like they should i feel like when i went i was like eh, this is nice and all but all you're supposed like to do let me tell you what those are for because they're just like a new leaf when you'd take the um you go to that that uh island yeah, when you go to the island yeah same, because that's same what you idea. were doing but that's fun i like going to the island well to me it's the same because all i would go right. to those for the only point is to just go and just and just 
rip off all of their resources. Just go in there and tear every tree down, knock every rock apart. No, don't tear the every trees flower. down. Yeah, because they're, they're all, it's all randomly generated. There's no, none of that stuff stays. So just oh get no, rid not of it. not in the mystery islands, not in the new. But new in New Leaf, they were there. It was there always? Oh yeah, New Leaf, they always stay the same. But in this thing yeah, yeah. with the miles ticket. Your job is to strip it of its resources, and <laughs> that is what you're yes, supposed to do. Is. So you go in there with empty pockets, and you steal every fish you can find. You capture every right. butterfly. You murder that place of, of resources yeah. and take it all home with you. That's only, the only whole what reason. you can fit in your pockets is what it is. It's one of those things. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Inventory is a little better this time. The old game didn't have a way to expand your inventory. This game does. Yes. Um, and it's not. they're not happening quick enough in my store, but I've, I've gotten one. My daughter's gotten two. But there's there are multiple ways to get bigger inventory. You just have to hope the store gets this random placement of one of the one of the tickets you got to buy, and then right, you can right. expand your inventory. My inventory is like double what it used to be, and it's fine for what I'm doing. But that's the game. You know, it's fiddly. There's times where you're like, oh, God, my stuff's in storage at the house. It doesn't track that you already have all that wood, so you can just make a thing. It's like, no, you right. got to go get the wood, put it in your pockets, and then make the thing. Um, <laughs> That's I'm okay with that. It's actually. okay. That, that, it's okay. That's, the, that's that. Uh, that's that artificial slowing down of time that Animal Crossing does to force you into, you know, not just being able to quickly just because otherwise it's that mobile game. Is this what it's going to be? I mean, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like just I like making my ocarina from clay and sitting out in the rain on a bench and just tooting away on that. That's that's yeah, my cool, right? You get an ocarina. They have lots of crossover yeah. game stuff. Um, in the so the DS version of the game, which I don't remember what it was called, just Animal Crossing. Oh, the DS, DS version? What was it just called? Oh yeah, the first one. The first one. No, uh, no, no, not the first one. Not first ever. Okay. But it was the DS version. So there was a there was N sixty four GameCube was basically right. that version. GameCube in the yeah. states, and then DS got a version. I don't remember what they called it. Was it City Folk? Free Ranger says in the chat room. That's was that it. That's that it. That might be it. Wide World. Wild World. I don't remember. Yes, Animal Crossing Thunderdome City, and that is correct. Nailed um, it. That game had it. So if I found, so you know you find furniture randomly or weird bits and pieces in the world, even in this new one. In that right. one, I would shake a tree and out would fall a random thing that was like, you know, it was like getting a, a legendary in Diablo. It's like, oh my gosh, look at this tree pooped out. And you checked it and it would say, uh, balloon fight, the old NES game. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I thought it would just be an arcade cabinet you'd stick into your house, and there it was. And it was. You put it right, as a right, physical right. arcade cabinet. But if you went up and pushed on it, the screen would zoom up, and you're now playing <laughs> an emulated version of Balloon Fight. That right. was and only in the that. DS version. I don't think that happened yeah. in New Leaf at all, did it? Oh, they, they continue in New Leaf with mini games. Now, it wasn't like uh, an old arcade game, but you could play some mini games if you got... Um, I don't know if you could do this without Amiibos or not, because I always get mine from the Amiibos. Mm. Uh, if you get an Amiibos, not the cards, but the statues, yeah. they'll show up in the campgrounds in the van, and you can go in there and you get a, a, a Wii U or a, a 3DS, and there's two different mini games you can play in there. Really? Yeah. A Wii what U a fun. in there. That's hilarious. That's the only yeah. console they didn't do a version of Animal Crossing for, is the Wii U. They didn't do it. I, I thought they did. Did they not? Nope. Maybe they didn't. Nope, they did hmm. not. They skipped it because that thing sold like poop. Uh, but I actually liked my Wii U, but it was. It was kind I of did too, but you can't deny it. its its market it was placement was horrible. It yeah, did it was, terrible it was job. Terrible. But the Switch kind of redeemed all that. Anyway, the point, yeah, we, the point is, I, I just want to, I just want to play it. Talking about it, I loved it. I love it. I right. love this series. I love it so much, even with its its uh, goofiness, even with some of its weird systems. Um, it's just a delight. <laughs> To play it, and I love playing it. So you know what? I don't regret anything. We've talked a lot about Nintendo today, but we don't usually always talk that much about Nintendo. But this was a great week to do it. I'm yeah. so happy that if we got to be quarantined, it might as well have something as good as this. Yeah, I think good so. I think so. You could do a lot worse. I can tell you that. All right, let's now talk about the opposite of this. <laughs> Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Uh, Doom Eternal came out also. If you never played Doom 2016, you're not only missing out, but you'll probably have less context for this. Oh, wait, I want to see that. Hold it up again. Let me see. Look at that. Look what Brian's got. PlayStation 4, eh? Is that where you decided to get it? All right. Yeah, because I have a PlayStation 4 Pro. Mm-hmm. I just have an Xbox One S. Yeah, but what's your and PC my like PC is not that great. Oh, okay. Well, that would that's a good reason then. Um, I got it on PC. I have a pretty good PC. I'm running 
like a 2080 uh, right. RTX card. I need a doghouse systems. It's running great. Send me one. Okay, I'll send you one. Um, yeah, right. So anyway, uh, Doom, follow-up to the 2016 Doom, which is uh, highly lauded as the great return to uh, wonderfulness for the series and uh, made everybody forget how lame Doom 3 was. Uh, it's very... Was there a Doom 4? There never was, right? There is was, that not what they called the one from... No, that was just called Doom. That was just called maybe Doom. Was just, maybe it was tentatively named Doom 4, and they just... Doom I don't know. 4, let me look it up. It seems right, though. It seems like it's a Doom 4. It seems like it fits in my brain for some reason. Nope. It's the fourth Doom, but it is not Doom 4. Right. Uh, anyway, they've gotten rid of the numbers. This one's not Doom 2 either. It's Doom Eternal. And uh, you're the uh, the Doom Slayer, once again. Uh, the Doom <laughs> guy in his green Slayer. armor and business like that. And you go around killing demons while amazing music plays constantly. And, yes. Uh, that's my favorite no part. No Trent Reznor, though. I was a little disappointed. Well, he didn't do the last one either. But yeah, he did. No, I know. No. Still. He did. Uh, oh, I'm always. I say that everything. It's like Animal Crossing. Oh, no Trent Reznor. Dang. Yeah. He did. Um, uh, or the guy who did it. I'm trying to find his name. Mick Gordon is his name. No. And he does no, cool Mick. music like this. Just listen to this. This is awesome. Give me one second here. Here we go. Just a taste. Just a piece. In the first age. Oh, not, I don't want that. Battle. I want this. Yeah. See, that is just so, like, ripping. That's me. metal, baby. It gets even better. Time to go kill the demon. Yeah. yeah. That's exa- exactly it. Anyway, it's uh, more of that. Hold Mick- me, Satan. I'm freaking <laughs> out, man. <laughs> Mick Gordon did the soundtrack for the new one as well. He's great. That guy's uh, really great. If you haven't heard the soundtrack to the uh, Microsoft made it, it was called, what's that fighter that Rare made that was all the 3D sprites in the 90s? Everybody was like, whoa, whoa, uh, Killer Instinct. Remember Killer Instinct? <laughs> I do, but I was enjoying that description. He did the Killer Instinct soundtrack for the new version of Killer Instinct. Very good. Anyway, right. recommend that very highly. Just go check out that his That was work. a great game. He's awesome. Anyway, point is, uh, this is uh, a lot like that game, like 2016's right. Doom. It, is, is, uh, is Doom, in your opinion, is it, uh, is it just give you like a, an uneasy feeling? Is that... Or is it like a creepy feeling? What what exactly do you get? Or do you get like an adrenaline rush? What oh, what kind it's of all emotions about, do you have? It's all about adrenaline. It? There's nothing creepy about it to me. It's just, right. It's just I disagree. There's there's news. a parts where there's parts in this game where you walk up to like a, a a flesh wall of of heads, just a whole wall of like a cube box of flesh wall. Right there, right there. If you look in this, if you're watching what's going on right now, there's just cages and cages of body parts. Oh yeah. Just, that's typical Flesh Doom, tone. though. That's been there since Doom. Oh, yeah, Doom. I know, but I'm not always used to seeing it in such high-definition quality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the game is gross and bloody, and you're blowing, you know, get jibs all over the place, and, you know, it's it's meant to be a violent uh, good time, uh, for sure. What do you, what, did you have a, you have a favorite uh, kill? kill uh, you, no, because they don't, it's not, you can't pick. Like, if you're doing the melee kills, it's just giving right. you different ones based on randomness i think i don't you're not actually right. getting to choose so i don't know if i really have a favorite although i don't know i really like taking the eyeball out of the um over they call observers overseers yeah, yeah. whatever they are uh they're from the old game as well but the guys with the one big eyeball i like to jam a grenade in their mouth watch them pop it then oh, go up yeah. and pull their eyeball out with a knife that's right. pretty good um see what you mean people about the 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 two sides of oh, the yeah. coin i mean because oh, yeah. we we just went from Feel good social experience to loner crazy person killing demons yeah or whatever they are you're not wrong uh here for example hold on here's another song i really like i'm gonna just play a tiny bit of it just let this go for a second let's get some good creepy electronica going on give it a second you got a little bit of that going Bit of a hey, this is, gonna, this is about to get crazy in here. It's very Doom, Doom original, evocative. Yes. Like I said, it's industrial, industrial music, right? What kind yeah, of sounds like pretty industrial, and then a lot of heavy metal. All right, I'm gonna skip a little bit. Okay, wait, no, here it is. This is where the beat drops. Yeah, you get that. I thought you said this is where the meat drops. Yeah, this is where the meat drops. Dropping your meat. 
Hold on, give it a sec. One more little piece. Here we go. It's about to explode on you. Here we go. We're getting there. One more. Bump. Another four. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, wait for it. Yep. Oh my god. It's so good, dude. It's so good. I gotta say, one of my favorite uh, melee final moves there is uh, knocking the guys' heads between their shoulders. It's like just pushing it down into their chest cavities. <laughs> yeah, just it's pretty good. Well, whack a whack a mole right there. It's like wonk. I mean, the game's ridiculous. Uh, there's nothing to be over taken the top. Seriously. Ridiculous. Yeah, Love it. Just like the old Doom was. It was so stupid. Right. Right. Um, but in the best kind of way, and they really captured that feeling. The game is bigger. It's harder. Than the last yes. game by a lot, I think. Um, that's okay. I think the challenge is good. And there's lots of levels or lots of uh, play levels you can try. So you don't, you know, it's not like you're going to. And, and you get, you get right it. into the action because after playing uh, Animal Crossing for, you know, days on end, I, mm-hmm. I, I finally got to my Doom Eternal. I actually got Doom Eternal early. Mm. I got it uh, on, uh, on my birthday, which was the 19th. It didn't come out until the 20th, but with everything going on, um, uh, id software or uh, whoever the powers that be went ahead and said go ahead gamestop go ahead and sell it on the 19th and so when i picked it up it to no effect really because i didn't play it until this past sunday um but but i was very excited and uh it was a it was a nice change after playing everything that was so you know so laid back and chill it was nice just to rock out and tear some dudes heads off and shoot a thing it's a little bit like a ballet man you got to Jump at the right time, do the right thing, right at the right moment. Um, mm-hmm. And there are some trippy visuals. Like right now on the screen, you're going to see this late, but look at this big freaking demon, dude. Like, Oh, the demon. Yeah. I was like, holy cool crap. Yeah. That's the big guy. Yeah. Vega, the first hell priest. Yep. Here comes the eyeball boys as well. Anyway, it's a very cool game and I want to play it now. Just talking about it. Right. This um, has been tough for us. Uh, what do you think? Will, will this be one of the biggest weeks for gaming this year? Will, it, will there be any more bigger two titles coming out in the same week? Maybe later? Uh, maybe. Probably uh cyberpunk and what else is coming out that mm-hmm, week mm-hmm. those are those are going to be big assuming we don't all die by then let's see <laughs> Cyberpunk release date is how about this insert in my uh doom eternal for fallout 76 wastelands whoa that's oh. cool you should try that game i hear it's gotten a lot better uh here it is cyberpunk 2077 release date uh it's coming out on hold on just it's not saying yet uh, oh, September seventeenth, twenty twenty. So let's see what September twenty. Let's see game releases. I I, I know I realize this is bad radio, but game releases on September seventeenth, twenty twenty. All right, here we go. All the game releases. Uh. Oh gosh. Okay. We forgot. We forgot to mention Half Life. Alex came out this last week as well. Oh, that was today. Was that today? Oh, was that today? I thought it was. Maybe it was today. I thought it was today or tomorrow. I think. I think it was definitely not the was same day. It already. Oh well, there there are people with early access and stuff. Right. But, all right. So it looks like oh, we today. got. Uh, oh, this is PlayStation Four. I'm trying to find. This is bad. This is no good. Okay, I can't find a good list. But whatever those, whatever's coming out that week should be a big deal. Is my thinking. Right. Um. But until then. Until then. Go, go, uh, kill some zombies or some demons and stuff. This is just great. Oh, this is like an amazing experience. It's uh yeah. I'll send it, you my uh, Doom friend code. There's kind of a yeah. zen, there's a Zen quality to it. Like if you get good at this game, Absolutely. jump up, chop the guy, shoot the thing, make go there, hop up, swing around the deal, mm-hmm. jump over the thing again, jump on the pad, kill the guy. And that's what get it the software armor. has always been great about. The, and I think it's partially you know the, the mechanics of how the characters move but it's mostly lots of times about maps and where the where you'll use run into your encounters because it is very go 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 swing around this swing around that and just run run go just never stop yeah it's great there's a rhythm to it and i like rhythm it's the rhythm rhythm. (laughs) all right brian uh guess what it's this time (laughs) time for guess my game that's right we play some audio and try to guess each other's games brian brought one i brought one and now it's time to try to stump each other i'm going to play mine first let's see if you can figure this out here you go welcome aboard captain (laughs) 
Oh, is it a Star Trek game? <laughs> well, have to wait and see. It's an arcade game, I'll tell you that. In the arcade. Sega made it, I'll give you that. Huh. And that's not Star Trek? Because I swear. Well, I mean, maybe you got it is. Interceptor, is that, you got that. What's that? Is that your answer? Is it Star Trek? I mean, it's, it's got a guy that sounds like Spock and welcome aboard Captain and Interceptor and different things, but I don't think it is. But boy, Here. they were trying to rip it off. I'll play one more file that may help. Command of the Enterprise. Play Star Trek. Oh my God. That's Commander of the Enterprise. <laughs> Definitely Star Trek of some sort. <laughs> All right, so that is supposed to sound like Spock, and it is a Star Trek game. A lot of people don't remember seeing this in arcades, but I remember it. It was a game, a game called Sega's Star Trek Arcade, and it was it was Vector, which you didn't see from Sega right. very often, and it looked a lot like the Star Wars Vector game in some ways. Why, do, why does Spock sound like he's burping his lines? I know. It's very burpy. Hold on. Command the Enterprise. Play Star Trek. It's like, <laughs> Too much soda. Sound like pop. Spock has been drinking you know, a couple of couple of buds there, and yep, uh, pretty boring name though. And also, I don't know that the game was amazing or anything, but it was like it was like Battlezone in space. That's basically it, right? You know, you that's start, all you really needed though. Right? There's Klingons coming. You shoot at them. If they shoot a missile, you try to hit the missile before it gets to you, and then you beat them, and then you go to another sector. And he goes, "Command the Enterprise." All right, and then you're like, "All right, sweet, I'm going <laughs> to command the Enterprise." It was not. That? It's not amazing, but it's fine, and I thought it'd be a good stumper. So I was. I've never played that. I'll have to go back and take a look. It seems like I remember it existing, but I don't remember ever playing it. Well, now you know, Brian. I'm going to play your clip now. Let's see if I can figure Do out it. what this is. I have no idea. The mid 90s. And you're played on your Nintendo 64. 64. Oh, oh, this is a wave wave race. Wave racer. Yeah, the oh that was wave race, isn't it? It was wave I believe it was wave race. Wave race. race. I thought it was wave racer. Yeah, wave race 64. Oh. Yeah, there's no er in there. Uh, we'll see. I I go look. I love this game. I played this game so much, man. They created a game that had the coolest water physics I'd ever seen in any video game ever, and I was blown away by it. Blown away because every every track, everything you did, you couldn't predict where that wave was going to send you. You had to get smart about when you'd land into the curves and come off the crests. And I love that freaking game. Oh my gosh! I wish they made sixty four. No one's ever made a good. Oh yeah, I was right, wasn't I? No er, there's no er on there, is there? Right. I don't know. I'm looking at. It's probably not any er on there. I just wrote it down that way. Oh okay. Yeah, here it is. Wave Race '64, racing game, video game developed by Nintendo and published by Nintendo. It was released on the '64 and '96, and as a follow-up to the '92 Game Boy game called Wave Race. I did not know that. I did not either. No idea. Uh, The game supported the controller pack, which allows players to transfer save data from one. Uh, game a cartridge to another. Oh, sure, they were great about sharing saves back then. Yeah, but thanks Nintendo. That's what I'm so mad about because New Leaf uh, on the on the 3DS allows you to save it to the cart, but yeah. don't do it with the Switch. It's kind of ugly, but man, it just was such a cool feel. It had such a great feel to it, and no one's right. made a good water racing game that felt that good since. I, no matter what you say, you can say Hydro Thunder. I say nope, didn't quite no. make it. You could say, what's that other one the PlayStation had? It was like their answer to yeah. it. Yeah, uh, that's what I've been playing. I actually think it's really good. And there's a... Um, can't remember the name. There's a... Uh, oh, it's like Hydro something too. What? It's not Hydro something. What is it? They even got a they even got an iOS app for it. The old, it was an old uh, jet ski game, right? Wait, right, right, wait. Uh, what's, what's for this PlayStation called... For the PlayStation. It was called... Shooter McGee shoots it up it once again, too. It was called Riding the Waves. It was a jet ski game. Hold on. Oh, Jet Moto. That was it. Jet Moto. Jet Moto. That's it. Yeah, that was the game. And that was pretty good. That was all right. That was made by the people that made uh, uh, what? <laughs> What's the car combat game? <laughs> What's the one where you shoot the guy with the ice cream truck? What's wrong with me? That game. Oh, Twisted Metal, Twisted right? Metal was the same team 
that did Jet right. Moto, I think. They also did Warhawk, which was also pretty cool at the time. Anyway, Wave Race is rad, is the point. And you yeah, know what else was good? Okay, two games on the N64 that I don't think anyone has ever nailed the feel of since. And I would, I'll take all arguments to the contrary, but here they are. Wave Race for, wave, for water racing. No one's ever mm-hmm. done as good as that. And two, even in modern times, like no one's figured out that water physics to feel that good. I don't know why. And then number two was 1080 snowboarding. Do you remember that game? Oh, yes. That, that was thing good. was so good. And it's. That was very good. Just made you. When you would take air, you were like, oh, you could feel it. And when you'd hit that powder and it would just shh <laughs> behind yes. you. And it was like nothing else. And I, none of those games, none of those other popular sports uh, games that were also snowboarding games ever even came I wonder to what happened. Did we like, uh, did we stop doing research? I mean, did, is, is that what happened to some of these games? They just kind of. Are, they're not getting the real feel of what was going on. I don't know. Maybe some people. Okay. Disturbed Angel in chat says, I enjoyed Hydro Thunder, but Frog Pants, I disagree that Wave Race had more fun with the RNG of waves, meaning the random generation of waves. And that's the difference. It, there was a chaos. It's why, I like, right. it's why I like rally games. Because in rally games, it's not so much about winning a race or being up first, although it is, but it's more about you fighting the boss, and the boss is the road. <laughs> And you right. trying to stay on the road and not slide off the road and do the right kind of turn and not jack your tires up. And like there's something about the minute to minute driving in a rally game that makes me feel like there's just more depth there. And that's how Wave Race felt to me because the water was mm-hmm. was there to fight you. It was there to be a pain in your you ass. You know what was the boss that I hated? Mm. The pitfall, not the pitfall, the pit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Pit stop, pit. Pits, pits, pit, pits in the, pit, the thing. There's a pit. Pit stop. Pit oh, what is the stupid name of the game? Pit, pit me. You, cry me a river. Pit, pit stains. Why am I thinking of, why it's am pit I thinking stains too. Electric boogaloo. Nope, that's not it. Oh my gosh, I can't even. I've lost my mind. Pit stick. Pit slick. Carry on without me. I'm just gonna <laughs> lay here for a minute. <laughs> what would it be? Pit stop? That's not right. What the crap is the name of the pole position? Oh, my God. Oh, pole position. Jeez. All right. What the crap? I hated that track. Pole position. Because <laughs> everything was, was always right in the center. Yeah. It's like. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I have a quick, tiny recommendation to make on uh, my phone that is a lot like. If you like those old racers where it wasn't, they're not realistic at all, but like that or OutRun or those kinds of games. There's a game on iOS and Android called Horizon Chase. Fantastic game. Fantastic. You say on the Android? Because I got it on the. It's on on Android and iOS. I don't know. Is it on Steam as well? Yeah, it's on Steam. I picked it up. It's Uh, very arcade. On the Humble Bundle last month. Super arcadey. It's not, you know, there's no sim happening here, but it's one of those things. It's on Apple TV as well. Yeah. And you can also use um, a controller with it, and it's great with a controller. I assume on PC you can do that too. So. Very good. Horizon Chase. I you assume a lot. Whoever made that game, whoever that team is, they obviously love those old racers. It's, it's very clear. Uh, okay, one quick thing I was going to say before I forget. Oh, and that is, speaking of Apple Arcade, I have to make a quick recommendation. This is also on Steam. Is it Steam? Yeah. It's on Steam, but it's also on Apple Arcade. So if you have an arcade <sighs> subscription, you already play it. But uh, on there is a game called Round Guard. This just oh. came out. It's basically Peggle if Peggle was an RPG. Right. So I got a code to this from the developer. You should play play this this game. It's freaking awesome. It's so good. I'm going to talk about it more next week and have some more time with it. But I played it on Apple Arcade. I played it on the Mac and I played it on the PC. The phone version's great. Tablet version's great. They all work great. Um, if If you're using the Apple Arcade versions, they're all synced. Uh, so your save syncs and stuff. But anyway, it's just imagine that kind of game but as an rpg and it works really well it's so good it's so good can't recommend it i'm enough. down round guard well we're gonna both talk about it next week because i'm gonna have that well good i gotta go I and code. i may play some more of this pokemon quest have you seen this uh no tell me more well i can't tell you much about it. it's downloaded and i started playing it. all i know is that all the pokemons are little squarish looking figures is and it uh it's this rpg with cube-shaped Pokemon. How does that strike you? Let's, I mean, you, you had me at cube-shaped. Uh, oh, cube no, shaped. I did it's play that. Shaped. It's not. It's okay. It's not great. It's okay? Oh, well, then I'll just uninstall it then. Well, no, you should try it. Try it out. See what you think. I try, I, I forgot I did play this. I'm looking at it now. I did play this. It's it's all right. There's nothing really 
It's, I got it on the Switch that I get on the it's Switch. Not that sounds great. right. I got it on the Switch. Yeah, it's okay. There are, there are worse things in this world. There's worse um, things in this world. Anyway, I'm going to try to Stop get touching a, my Squirtle. Yeah, what are you doing with my Squirtle? Get your hands off my Squirtle. All right, um, that's it for that. Now, this. All right, we're going to do an email from a listener. This is DeCrow, and he says this. Comments about some Boop Show topics. You played a scream of you while playing Resident Evil and said it sounded like Mrs. Doubtfire. But all I could think of was the Marv character from Home Alone. Yeah, His scream when the spider is on him is real similar. Oh, and also, I was wondering if you guys had had an, uh, or heard of Analog.co. They make devices hmm. that played old school arc, uh, cartridges based on games. Sega, NES, Super NES, Game Boy, etc. And everything is scaled up with no emulation. How's that possible? It's either hardware or emulation. Either way, right? Has to be something. You, right? Yeah, but Magic. they can't. But the hardware patents are owned by Nintendo, Sega, and everybody else. So you can't have the hardware, I don't think. So it has to be your emulation. Well, anyway. So I thought if you were interested in some tech and haven't heard of it, you might try it. Okay, so I'm going to look these guys up right this second. This is analog. I have heard of these. Um, and I think when I looked at them last, they were sold out. Oh, yeah. Here it is. These are fancy. Oh, these um, are fancy. They're like look metallic and like they use actual controllers. Oh, I like. Yeah, these yeah. are pretty. I kind of want this one that's like a Game Boy one. Oh, I see. So he's saying that they've, they've reverse engineered the hardware is what it looks like. So Yeah, they probably are using their own, not, their own design. Yeah, but yeah, own components. Well, even if they reverse engineer it, I mean, yeah, you're right. They've got Nintendo has patents on that stuff. Boy, they'll uh, how are these guys even still in business? Where's the uh, NT Mini Noir? Hold on, I want one of these. Analog press. Okay, there's the pocket. That's the one I want. I want the analog. Pocket. I want the pocket. Here, chat. You guys can see this business. Right I here. want the one final run. The what? The which? The who? The big one. What's the big? Oh, NT Mini Noir. You want that one, do you? Is that when- so, when you're looking at so this analog pocket, oh yeah, look at this. Multi-video game system, portable handheld, digital audio workstation with built-in synthesizer and sequencer, a tribute to the portable gaming era. Out-of-the-box pocket is compatible with the 2,780 plus Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance game cartridge library. Pocket works with cartridge adapters uh, for other handheld systems too, like Game Gear, Neo Ooh. Pocket, or Neo Geo uh, Pocket Color, Atari Lynx, and more. Completely engineered in two F. PGAs, no emulation. We got to order one of these fast because they're gonna get shut down. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> this is like a this is like a dream. Well, they've been around for a while. I don't think they're gonna get shut. Have down. they really? Yeah, they've how they getting away with this? I think they're like just, on a uh, they're like on a ship out in the ocean somewhere. <laughs> they're, on a, they're on an oil rig somewhere, right? <laughs> I mean, I kind of I kind of want one, but also, but you can't because you can't run those. Uh, you know, you can't run those those files without you know the the BIOS. Well, there's uh, no fun. There, it's a they're cartridge adapters. So you you are plugging your own oh, cartridges into it. You're plugging in your own cartridges. Now yeah. that may be uh, a little different, but still, it's got to decode it. I don't know. Maybe they're stripping. Maybe they're stripping old machines or something. One ninety nine for the uh, pocket. They're doing something to get around this. Maybe they're stripping old machines and just re re repurposing I don't know they claim they've if they're reverse engineering it means they're doing their own engineering so they're just basing it on interesting the thing so I don't don't know who knows but 199 bucks Uh, trying to find where they're at Tonda goes in the chat room and says it's a different chip that acts like the original hardware but even still well that's emulation then isn't it right right so the the chip's not really the problem it's the code that's on the chip that's what they that's what they patent right that's what they uh, I guess so that's what yeah I have no idea but I'm interested. I'm interested. For my limited understanding. I mean, if you're really into retro gaming and you want to go hard, this might be the way to do it. Right. Um, it is pretty. It you is pretty. I'll give You got to get those cartridges. I'll bet you somebody makes... <laughs> I'll bet somebody makes like a cartridge that's just full of games. Right. And that's the illegal part. <laughs> that's the illegal part. Yeah. You know, that's the legal part. See, this is what you should be worried about, Nintendo. Once again, yeah. no one's going back and putting any money back into your pocket, Nintendo. I understand trying to protect your copyrights and yeah. your patents. Absolutely do it every day of the week. Just don't inconvenience your current customers in that. There you attempt. go. Look at that. Brian has solved the problem. That's right. Uh, thank you for that. The crowd, the crow, however you say your name. And uh, the crow. Also, that scream. Do I have it? <laughs>
I think he's right. I can see that, Marv. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of Marv. Is that uh, Anthony or uh, Daniel? Daniel, yeah. Day-Lewis, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis. That's exactly who it is. You got it. Nailed it. Daniel. Daniel Stern. Stern. Daniel Stern. Yeah, he's a. (laughs) Yeah, he does. But he's a little bit of that. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really loud. You kind of look like him, too. With Put a spider on your face. You got a spider to put on your face? You know, when I was in high, or when I was, yeah, I was in high school and early college, everyone thought I looked like, uh, um, what's his name? (laughs) What's wrong with us with names today? I don't know, man. I uh, don't give up. Judge Reinhold. People that look like Judge Reinhold. Oh, I don't really? know. Judge Reinhold. Yeah, you'd have to see some know. old pictures of me with a mullet. And you might. I will have to see some old pictures of you with a mullet. My <laughs> son, my 18-year-old, is growing a mustache, and it is coming in just like mine did in high school. Wow. That Very is to say light. the ladies are immediately attracted to it. Yeah, right? Looks like he's... Uh, you want? He looks like he's going in an adult film as well. Looks like he's doing. Well, wouldn't we all want to someday. shave that? Shave that off. All right. Uh, well done. That's uh, going to do it for us. Thanks uh, for that. Boopshow gmail.com is the email address. There's also a link on the site where you can just send a quick message. You don't have to do anything special. Just go to uh, frogpants.com/boop. It's a quick form there. Boom. Don't even have to give us your real name or anything. No email address. Just we get the message. Use that if you'd like to. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Boop Show. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. Oh hi! The show is at Boop Show. Brian, do you have any words of wisdom before we go today? Yeah, me and you, we got to get together and play us some Animal Crossing. You got to come see my island. Of course, I'm a little intimidated after seeing Ibbit's Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a shrine un- unto himself there. Have you seen yeah. that? It's like weird. He's got tiki torches in his face in the middle. It's creepy. I know. It's a little weird. It's a creepy. It's a creepy. Also, whenever I go to someone's town, I make it a point to put a, a I draw a picture of a bum on the on the bulletin board, a, yeah, an yeah. actual yeah. ass, like that's a human what, uh, ass. Yeah, that, that's what uh, Ibit said. He said, "Thanks for that, Scott." Yeah, I'll do that every time. So watch right. out. Uh, all right, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back next Monday with a whole nother show and lots of cool indies lined up. So be back then. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. It's like if Disneyland was Disneyland, except they forgot to put in a walkway so you could get anywhere.